Let's enjoy this video together. Through the darkness to the rain. 
Well, welcome tonight to our celebration of that very fact that you are loved. Let's pray together. God, thank you for a chance for us to come aside on this Christmas Eve to celebrate redemption, the story of love, that you loved us so much that you sent your own Son, Jesus Christ, to this earth in human flesh to live among us, to be the Savior and the Lord of our lives. Tonight, as we celebrate His birth together, I pray that our focus would give Him all the glory and all the praise that He alone deserves. This is all about Him. He's the reason for the season. We give Him our glory. We give Him all our praise. God, to You and You alone, in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Let's stand together. We're going to sing some songs. Jesus. 
asleep on the hay. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap? Is sleeping whom angels greet with them sweet while shepherds watch are keeping this this is Christ the King whom shepherds guard and angels sing Son of Mary, the babe, the son of Mary. You may be seated. The traditional Christmas story from Luke chapter 2, from the message. About that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. This was the first census when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to her son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the hostel. There were shepherders camping out in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, the God's angels stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town. A Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God! in the heavenly heights, peace to all men and women on earth who please Him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the sheep herders talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. And they left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. And all who heard these sheep herders were impressed. Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear deep within herself. The sheep herders returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything that they had seen and heard. It turned out exactly the way they had been told.
This is the season, a glorious reason to celebrate our Savior's birth. Born in a manger, all angels singing, He's our Messiah, born of this earth. Well, it's not the holly, and it's not the presents, and it's not the trimmings on the tree. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You sent your Son to set us free. He's King of kings above all things. He gave us hope. Because of you, oh hallelujah, thank you Jesus for making all of us brand new. It's not the holly and it's not the presents, it's not the trimmings on the tree, oh hallelujah, thank you Father. You sent your son to set us free. Oh, precious Father, we bow before you. You sent us Jesus, the Holy Lamb. He came to save us and to redeem us. You sent your son, the great I am. And it's not the holly. It's not the presents, it's not the trimmings on the trees. Oh, hallelujah, thank you, Father. You sent your Son to set us free. It's not the holly, and it's not the presents, it's not the trimmings on the trees. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You sent your Son to set us free. satisfying conclusion. The innocent are rescued. The bad guys lose. The hero prevails. But the story of Christmas is all beginning. God kept his promise. The Messiah has come. But that only matters because the baby grew to be the substitute and the sacrifice and the savior. We rejoice in the birth of the king even as we wait for him to come again and make all things new. 
We sing today because we know that day is coming. The innocent will be rescued. Justice will be done. And Christ our Lord will reign forever. Merry Christmas. When the proper time, the time predetermined by God, had fully come, God sent us His Son, born of a woman, to purchase our freedom, to ransom and redeem us.
Church of the Nazarene, preparing our hearts for the coming of the King, not only in the sense of His birth, but also His coming again, with these Advent candles that you see here, and this Advent wreath, and the candles of Advent. Back on the 30th of November, we began this Advent season, the season of anticipation and preparation with the prophecy candle, reminding us that Jesus fulfilled each and every one of these messianic prophecies in exact detail. Then on Sunday, the 7th of December, the Bethlehem candle, reminding us that Jesus was born in what was then the relatively obscure little town of Bethlehem. Then on Sunday, the 14th of December, the shepherd candle, reminding us that the first people to hear and to share the good news that Jesus Christ was born were lowly shepherds. Then this last Sunday, the 21st, the angel candle, reminding us of the important role that angels play in and around the birth of the Messiah, Jesus. And tonight, as we celebrate Christmas Eve together. We culminate our Advent season with this fifth candle, the white candle for the purity of the Savior. The fifth and final candle, the Christ child candle. Let's just take a few brief moments to ponder its meaning and significance together. What does the Bible, God's Word, have to tell us about Jesus being light? Well, in a nutshell, The prophets spoke of the coming Messiah in terms of light. For instance, in Isaiah 49, verse 6, I will make you a light to the nations so that all the world may be saved. John begins his gospel by introducing Jesus as the one who brings light to this world. John 1, verses 4 and 5, life itself was in him, and this life gives light to everyone. The light shines through the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. During his ministry, Jesus himself proclaimed that he was the light. John 8, and verse 12, I am the light of the world. Follow me. And you won't be walking in the dark. You will have the light that gives life. Now these and many, many more similar passages call attention to Jesus being light, which leads us, I think, to draw some conclusions. I mean, so what? What practical application does Jesus being light have for our lives on this Christmas Eve? How is this 
Christ child candle relevant to our everyday lives today? Well, perhaps there are many things I could say tonight, but let me just narrow it down to these three simple thoughts. First of all, the light of Christ dispels darkness. I mean, isn't that one of the things light does? One of the primary functions of light is to dispel darkness. John 1 and verse 5 tells us the light, Jesus, shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overpowered it. Well, of course not. Darkness doesn't overpower light. Light overpowers darkness, right? When you enter a dark room, you turn on the light and the darkness vanishes. You have a flashlight to show the way that... And and you can see through the darkness because light always wins out over darkness. And think about that. Jesus dispels darkness in our lives. The darkness of sin vanishes when He comes to take residence in us. Number two, the light of Christ discovers dangers. Again, I think a primary purpose of light. Ephesians 5 verses 13 and 14, everything exposed by light becomes visible, for it is light that makes everything visible. Well, again, when I walk into a dark room, especially if I'm not familiar with that room, I turn on a light. Why? Because I bump my shin a time or two. I've run into a wall. You've been out on a dark trail and you've turned that flashlight on so you could see where you're going, right? So you wouldn't trip, so you wouldn't fall. Jesus does that for our lives. He helps us to discover the dangers that are before us, the stumbling blocks, the obstacles in our lives, so that we can walk through this life as difficult as it is at times with victory. And then number three, The light of Christ determines direction. Again, a primary purpose of light. John 12, verse 35, Jesus said, The man who walks in the dark does not know where he is going. Put your trust in the light. He was saying, literally, put your trust in me. I'm the light. I know how to get you from here to there. I know how to guide you to your final destination. I know how to get you from earth to heaven. Let me point the way. I am the way, Jesus said. He is the light. And so Jesus is the light of this world. And as our light, He helps us in these three ways. He dispels darkness and He discovers dangers and He determines direction. The Christ child candle. I guess this Christmas Eve devotional really all boils down to this personal question. I really want you to get this one. Have I allowed the light of Jesus Christ to shine into my life? That's the question I want you to ask yourself tonight. Have I allowed the light of Jesus Christ to shine into my life? In other words, first, have I allowed the light of Jesus to dispel the darkness in my life? Have I received this greatest Christmas gift ever given, the gift given on the first Christmas, the gift of a Savior? Is He the forgiver and the leader of my life? Have I received that gift personally, individually? And second, am I allowing the light of Jesus to discover dangers in my life? As I walk through this life each and every day, am I allowing Jesus to guide me, to show me the way? 
which leads to the third question, and that is, am I allowing the light of Jesus to determine the direction of my life? Am I letting Him guide my steps and leading me day by day, step by step? Because He is Himself the light. Now, while you're personally pondering these questions, I want to call your attention to this video. Let's watch it together. Darkness. Not a glimpse of light could be found. Sure, there was the occasional spark lit by noble men who screamed for change into the night sky, but like a candle lit in the December wind, the glimmer of hope that it provided was soon snuffed out. Vanished. Gone. Never to return. Just a memory orally communicated to the masses. Passed down from grandfather to father to son to child. Patiently, our ancestors waited for something more than the small flame that had been fanned by the great men of old as they tried to sustain it, but couldn't. For years, time was their greatest adversary. Eternity stood still, but time kept moving. Darkness kept living, breathing, praying on the weak as the weak craved for change. Some incapable of rendering unto Caesar that which he said was owed. Hopeless, their wounds painful, the roots deep, but in her womb, life. He who strikes would eradicate the scars that have been painted on human flesh by the artists of destruction. conclude tonight's Christmas Eve candlelight service with a special candlelighting time. And in just a moment, Norma and Donna are going to come and 
lead us in singing Silent Night together. And as we sing this song, we'll be lighting our candles that we gave you as you came in this morning with the light that comes from this center candle, the Christ Child candle. I'll start by lighting Norma's candle as she leads us in the singing of this song. And then I'm going to come on out here and I'll light a candle. And then you'll turn and you'll light the candle of the person next to you and so on until we get this light lit all the way around the room tonight. And as we do this, would you make two commitments with me tonight? First of all, as your candle is lit, will you make a commitment for the light of Jesus to shine into your own life? Would you say yes to Jesus tonight? If you've never done it before, for the first time, if you've done it before, just reaffirm that commitment to let Jesus be who He was born to be, the Savior for you. And as you light another person's candle, will you make a commitment to let the light of Jesus shine into the lives of others? You know, that's the way that God shines His light. One light at a time, one person at a time.